great intro by Uncle Freddy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored Podcast with your host and co-host, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. Welcome to tonight's podcast on medical news that you can use. And uh, as usual, we welcome you all with an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude, because Grateful people are happier, they are less depressed, they are less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Before I introduce our famous co-host, just want to say uh, this week, uh, Dr. Joe Mercola jumped on the gratitude wagon, and he actually did a did a uh, uh, email on gratitude this week, where he states gratitude has a long tradition within world religions, where it is viewed as, viewed as a virtue that leads to a good life. In his article, he stated that studies have shown gratitude can have a beneficial impact on other areas of your life as well, boosting productivity, reducing materialism, and increasing generosity which he says can improve general happiness. What we have been talking about for the last five years on this program, it's good to see Mercola jump on that. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's Dr. Jerry Smith, the world-famous publisher, author, speaker. He does it all, ladies and gentlemen. Good good evening, Jerry. Good evening to you, too. And, uh, you know, this whole gratitude thing is understated, unfortunately, because they're too busy showing fires and kidnappings and, and shootings instead of the good stuff of life. And if more people would be subscribed to this, um, you know, beautiful concepts about what life's all about, you would have less crime. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we'll have happier people with that, that, that'll feel good about themselves. Because you and I have talked about it. It's not only the diet and everything you eat. As I have in my, my note, it is what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang around with, okay? Because they can really mess your body up physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So, you know, to have that attitude of gratitude and look, uh, you know, not half empty, half full type of thing uh, makes a big difference in your life and how you, how you get through the day. So we're on the same page, and I'm glad to see Mercola's jumped on that wagon because we've been talking about it for years. So tonight we have a, a. I saw Dr. Jerry's notes. He has some great information for you, ladies and gentlemen. He really gets into this. Uh, 
I want to talk a little bit. Of, I want to start the show off about uh, big pharma because recently there has been uh, evidence that there are no added benefits in most new drugs. So John Anderer reported that there seems to be a new drug to treat anything and everything these days, but these medications are effective. What are these medications as effective as they claim to be? Well, I have a new study, and it concluded that the answer to that question is an absolute no. Researchers say the international drug development process standards and policies are fundamentally broken and must be reformed. This study was uh, done at the German Institute for Quality and Efficiency in Healthcare, and more than half of the new drugs entering the German healthcare system show absolutely no added benefit. So these researchers, they looked uh, at at, uh, drugs between 2011 and 2017, actually 216 drugs. Only a quarter of these drugs showed any significant added benefit based on the available evidence. And what's more, 16% showed just a minor added benefit, and a whopping 58% of the study drugs did not show any added benefit to the patient. So we could go on and on, but the bottom line is this study did make it to the British Medical Journal. It was published last month, and the authors concluded that the combined action on a national and international level is required to define public health goals and revise the legal and regulatory framework. In other words, the big pharmaceutical companies are getting their drugs into the pipeline without adequate study, and very few of them, after they're approved, have any further study done until people start dying of side effects. So I want to bring that to your attention because last week we brought to your attention that there's no doubt doctors are the third leading cause of death. Dr. Jerry has some frightening statistics that shows that they're the number one cause of death. So one, two, or three, it's too many uh, people dying, uh, and this could be prevented. So, uh, again, we want to bring this to your attention. So, Dr. Jerry, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about fluoridated water because a, an article just came out mm-hmm. yesterday. Okay, published in JAMA Pediatrics, linking fluoride consumption to lower IQs. And, you know, when I saw this yesterday, I said, geez, we could have wrote this two years ago when we did a show on fluoride. And now they're just finally uh, taking notice that fluoride can lower your IQ. Yeah, the Chinese knew about that years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So I went back to my notes from uh, 2010. And the bottom line there, I, again, this, we stated the same thing. And, and uh, Nobel Prize winning scientists, mainly biochemists, have said that it is instructive to note that the fluoride compounds that are added to our drinking water are not pharmaceuticals. <clears throat> they are direct, unfiltered waste products of the aluminum and fertilizer industry. So without going into all the biochemistry... I mean, fluoride has been associated with lower IQs, cancer, weak teeth, cavities, believe it or not, cavities. Uh, and there's been a heck of a, bio, a lot of biological, biological concern for fluoridation. The myths outran the science. Dental fluorosis, which uh, Dr. Jerry is, a, is an expert in, flourishes even though we have all this fluoride. Okay, in fact, it, it, it's causing the teeth to get brown. So here it is yesterday in the Journal of Pediatrics JAMA saying that fluoride lowers IQ in, 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 in newborns. No surprise. But, ladies and gentlemen, again, I want you to know this. I want you to know this. I want you to, to take into account and be the CEO of your body and watch what you put into it. Both. Now, how, about, how about the geriatrics that with osteoporosis, it actually makes the bones brittle at one part yeah. per million? Yeah, I mean, you can't make it up. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, but we are reading, well, you know, uh, John Yamayanis uh, had a wonderful book called Fluoride, the Aging Factor. And it actually helps to age your skin, the fluoride. Um, you know, the bottom line is 
all the statistics about the decayed missing teeth. Now, here's an interesting uh, sidelight about the fluoride. Fluoride, as we know, is a halogen. And as you said, and I've said in the past, halogens will suppress your thyroid function. So the bottom line is, if your thyroid is under-functioning, especially in a young child, your teeth will not erupt according to the normal schedule. So, of course, you're going to have fewer decayed missing teeth because of the delayed eruption. So it's all phonied up, the whole, all the statistics. Absolutely. I mean, they, 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 they like Ansel Keys cherry-picked the countries for his low-fat uh, diet uh, uh, that, he, that he proposed on us and gave us cancer and heart disease and everything else. Uh, the fluoridationists also cherry-picked their studies. So it's a biological safety hazard, and 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 I was looking through your notes, and and I I'm thinking biological safety hazard. Well, we you know in your notes you have the Trojan horse of Trojan horses in glyphosate. Oh my and, God! And, you know, and I it, and I came off the golf course today. Today was the first time I actually golfed in months, and no one no one rushed in to wash their hands, uh, you know, whatever. And I try to say, you know, you. Guys, you got to get this stuff off of you. We've probably already absorbed it. I'm going to go home and take some glycine. Oh, well, we don't believe in that. Well, Jerry, why don't you do a Bruce Lipton and enlighten our, our listeners about glyphosate? Well, first of all, it has a really deviated history, uh, which most people don't realize. Um, but, you know, glyphosate was originally patented by Stouffer Chemical in 1964, uh, it was a descaling agent and chemicals that were, it was used to clean out calcium deposits and mineral deposits in pipelines and boilers and, and commercial hot water systems. Well, the thing that blew my circuits and we need that duck. Where's that, that quacking duck? Do you still have it? <laughs> Do I have a duck? Do I have a duck for you? <laughs> Thank you. Well, I never knew the, the mechanics or the mechanism that this herbicide uh, worked until I did the research for the show tonight. And it's not the herbicide that kills the weeds. The herbicide disrupts the microbiome of the soil, just like antibiotics mess up the healthy bacteria in your gut. So when the soil's healthy bacteria get destroyed, the pathogenic bacteria flourish, and that's what kills the weeds, not the actual herbicide. I mean, that, that floored me. So it not only disrupts the microbiome of the soil, it chelates minerals out of the soil so the plants are deficient. So you're eating foods that have no nutritional value, plus the fact it messes up testosterone level in men, phenylalanine, uh, tyrosine, which is the precursor for norepinephrine, which gives your heart the ability to contract and pump the blood around your system so you can get congestive heart failure, and tryptophan, which is a precursor for serotonin. So you got depression, it's goofing up your sex life, uh, low testosterone, so no energy. Uh, it's it, it just, it, to me, it's chemical warfare is what it amounts to. It, it depletes Absolutely. It is the Trojan horse. It's in our bodies. It takes the place of glycine, and I know you're going to talk about that. I mean, and it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it's actually becoming part of our body. That is so frightening. Well, the other joke was Monsanto lied about the fact that it was biodegradable. I mean, uh, they have all these catchphrases, biodegradable. It, it chelated, or not chelated, but it, it grabbed onto other compounds in the soil, so it wasn't recognized. So that's why they say it was biodegradable. They lied. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the glyphosate, as I found out from uh, the chapter I'm writing in my book with the uh, uh, Stephanie Senoff is that the glyphosate fits. It 
it's a perfect fit for the glycine molecule and has all this extra nitrogen. And uh, guess, guess what it causes beside everything else, Dr. Jerry? It causes inflammation. Jeez. No, and leaky How gut. How many times have you, have you talked about that, Dr. Jerry? All the time. That's, that's your common denominator for all the diseases. Wow. So what else so is the other do to you? Well, it increases the permeability of the blood-brain barrier. So now viruses and <laughs> toxic chemicals can get into your brain faster. Wow. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, absolutely. That and a little <laughs> Valium, it'll have you flying. <laughs> and a cell phone. <laughs> right. To activate it. Uh, it's like your own little detonator. <laughs> oh, gosh. So uh, does it interfere with vitamins and minerals? Oh, absolutely. It, it chelates manganese, okay? And manganese is very important for your pituitary function. Um, you know, this is the joke. It also chelates zinc. Copper, iron, calcium, and magnesium, cobalt. So basically the plants are disrupted. There's no nutritional value, and and it prevents your body from utilizing these minerals. And you wonder why people are so sick today. It's a blood-spectrum chelating agent, yeah. Wow. And why don't you explain what what a chelator does? Basically, chelation means like a claw. It grabs onto a mineral and doesn't let go so that the plants can't use it and the body can't use it. Well, you know, Senoff also talks about uh, uh, if, if glycine hooks up with an alanine, it, it, it gets into the, to the CRISPR gene and it can edit, edit genes. I mean, if that isn't a Trojan horse, I don't know what is. You know, it, it gets into your tendons. It could take, if you have a rotator cuff tear and glycine is important and the collagen to heal it, and you have glyphosate instead of glycine, you know, here that there here are the similarities, ladies and gentlemen, glycine, glyphosate, that, that tendon doesn't heal as well. And well, here, I got to share, yeah, Dr. Go Ron, I got to share this with you. Uh, I had a woman uh, about six weeks ago came in for a dental appointment, but she was telling me she's a health coach. So she was telling me that she had constant pain in her liver for two weeks and she tried everything, all kinds of detox, whatever. Anyway, when I tested her liver energetically, guess what showed up? Glyphosate. So I said, I said to her, uh, let me try something here. And this is kind of was like spawned a whole new a therapy approach in my practice now. I call it a virtual injection. So I tested to see what remedy would neutralize the glyphosate in her liver. And it turned out to be a homeopathic remedy called isopathic phenolic rings. So I have these little Pyrex glass vials filled with different homeopathic remedies. And I pulsed my very expensive medical instrument from China. I think it was like 10 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> I pulsed the infrared laser through the vial, directing the, the frequencies of the remedy into her liver. So that's why I call it a virtual injection, because I'm not really injecting anything other than the frequencies. Well, the patient, you know, went home, and she came in for a follow-up dental visit the following week. And she said, geez, Dr. Smith, she said, i got to share this with you, that by the time I got home, which was a 45-minute ride, the pain completely disappeared in my liver that I had every day for two weeks and has not come back. So I start trying it on other patients and I'm getting similar results. I'm saying to myself, the laser light driving the remedy into the tissue is changing the frequency of the toxin. What an creative concept by changing the frequency of the poison you're neutralizing it, so it can't harm the tissue. To me, that that yeah. was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, and it makes sense, and especially as we as we go through our our new series of uh, uh, podcasts during the coming year, and we're going to be talking more about the uh, body frequencies and, uh, and the biochemical nature of our bodies, and how how frequencies and the five G that that's coming around, the Wi Fi. 
it's all relative. I mean, we are a frequency mechanism. And these uh, the healers that can see auras are seeing our frequency. They're seeing our outer coat of uh, of, of, of uh, electricity that we we put out because we 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 put out millivolts all the time. When we stop having electricity, we die. Our Jerry, I think that's a great great point. Yeah. And when the frequency of your body drops to forty two, that's when cancer starts. And you die when it hits 25 hertz. So it's all about frequency. So the more dead food you eat, the more glyphosate and and other chemicals that get into your body, it lowers the frequency of your body. And that's why you get sick. Yeah. It it does come down to that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's too simple. So So ladies and gentlemen, what Dr. Jerry's saying, you've got 100 trillion cells in there. And if their frequency is is uh, interfered with, if their electricity is interfered with, uh, there's no way you have good health. Uh, and he's right. Uh, good health has uh, 70 to 100 millivolts. Aging, stress, poor diet, environment, all reduce that voltage. An interesting study. It's funny that he brought that up. It's an important fact that that we don't think about. The heart very rarely gets cancer. Very rarely. And they say a good reason for that is because it's the most positively charged organ in your body. So, you know, again, think about about it. Uh, think about frequency and electricity. Really important. And, of course, we're, we're surrounded by this stuff day in and day out. So uh, we will have uh, guests on to show how we can uh, mediate and re- remediate uh, some of this stuff so that, you know, you're not going to avoid it all, but we're going to try and help you to decrease your exposure to it because it goes back to another thing that we talk about and I'll let Derek Jerry finish with the glyphosate but we talk about stress and cortisol levels believe it or not it's all related ladies and gentlemen all related so what about anything else about glyphosate I mean it is it is like I, I call it the Trojan horse in my book I mean it's, it's because it gets in and it gets and it gets involved with the, the DNA the uh, Genes uh, gets involved in different chemical reactions and tissues and aorta. So I thought this stuff was safe. Yeah, they should let the CEOs of uh, Monsanto drink it to, to prove how safe it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I saw that you even had it with genotoxic and tetragenic, which means you know can change babies. Oh, yes. Absolutely, it, it's deforming babies. Uh, stillbirths. Um, you know, the unfortunate thing is there's like 21 varieties of glyphosate-resistant weeds now identified in the U.S. Uh, between 2005 and 2010. So what's happening is that the weeds becoming resistant require more glyphosate to kill them. And not only that, they have to mix them with other herbicides because the glyphosate's not even working uh, effectively as it did initially. So you have a compounded problem of more glyphosate being sprayed along with other herbicides to try to you know kill the darn weeds. But the interesting thing, from a farming perspective, the healthier the soil, the less weeds you have. I know when I went out to uh, in, in the 80s, to stand their process farms in Palmyra, Wisconsin, to see their, their operation. They just opened up a 92,000 square foot uh, facility. And they were basically saying that the insects only attack the sick plants. So if you monitor the soils for the minerals and the other nutrients and keep it alkaline, the, the insects don't attack a healthy plant because the immune system is healthy. It gives off an aura or energy that repels the darn insect. See, an insect knows when a plant is sick because it has a low energy field. Did you uh, run into anything in your research about it being used as a drying agent? Even oh, though when it's, it's not used in- Absolutely. Yeah, they use it to enhance the harvesting of the, of the vegetables because when it's drier, it, you know, it, it goes into the machinery quicker and doesn't stick. But yeah, it's, um, it, it is a desiccant. And um, all I can tell you is that I'm finding it in more and more patients routinely, and, and there's no way of avoiding it. So the best thing to do is 
as Dr. Ron said, take some glycine in your diet, but also some homeopathic, uh, isopathic phenolic rings. And, uh, and, and more and more of my cancer patients that I, I see glyphosate is in the tissue where the cancer is. So it, it's like crazy. So, and, and, and I relied on some of my material from Dr. Dietrich Klinghardt, who was a, a mentor of Dr. Jerry. And I, I could tell you what he recommended to me. One teaspoon of glycine powder twice a day for a few weeks, and then lower the dose to one fourth of a teaspoon twice a day. So that would be four grams for for a few weeks, then one gram twice a day. And he he told me this forces the glyphosate out of your system and allows it to be eliminated through your urine. And uh, he's the one that brought to my attention that collagen is naturally rich in glycine. So, uh, you know, you. Uh, collagen is used to heal heal our bodies, right? Well, that's uh, why there's so many uh, tears amongst the uh, weekend jocks because you have inferior ligaments and you put them under stress and they, they're going to rip. And who's making this connection? Did they do that on Channel 3 or 6 or 10 or Fox or whatever? Who's making this connection? None of them. No. They're not making a connection to why people are getting going through all these surgeries, why their tendons are ripping, their wrists are getting hurt. And, uh, you know, wouldn't it be incredible that if a virtual injection of a, of a, a neutralizing uh, homeopathic remedy and glycine could, could, could reverse all of this? It would be interesting to try. It. Well, you yeah. know, here, here was a, a wild scenario. Uh, one of my patients, an orthodontic patient that I've been treating, uh, she came in. Uh, two weeks ago, and she had a bilateral shoulder pain. And uh, she she lives on a farm, but uh, her husband, they own a farm, but they don't use any of the, the glyphosate or any of the other toxic uh, herbicides and so forth. Anyway, I said, well, did you do anything differently? She says, well, we had visitors from Sri Lanka, and uh, the wife cooked us a dinner. I said, did she use your herbs or did she bring her own herbs? She said, oh, no, she brought all of her own herbs from home, from Sri Lanka. So guess what? When I tested her shoulders, there was glyphosate in both the deltoid mm. muscles, and that was causing the pain in her shoulders. So I said, well, when you come in in two weeks for your next visit, bring in the herbs that your friend brought from Sri Lanka. So sure enough, she brought in a whole bag of different herbs and I energetically test them. There were four herbs that had glyphosate contamination in it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So even though she thought they were clean, uh, organic, they yeah. weren't. Right. Well, they were. They could be organic, but still contaminated. Organic. Contaminated organic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you coined food. a new phrase. <laughs> Get your contaminated organic vegetables here. <laughs> well, I just want to continue on a little bit about how we're being conned, and uh, and Dr. Jerry has some excellent uh, other advice for you. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are being conned by by mainstream medicine. I'm sorry to say, they're trying to take us for uh, almost every penny. And uh, if you follow their guidelines and treatments, you'll go broke faster than a weekend trip to Vegas. Because I'm, I'm looking at numbers that are that show that Americans are shelling out more money than ever before for these conditions. Listen to this: diabetes, 101.4 billion dollars a year. Heart disease, that'll just set you back about 88.1 billion. And of course, number three, we all know is back and neck injuries that only sets you back about 88 more billion so you know we spend as much cash on back and neck pain as we do on heart disease and i don't have to tell you those of you who listen to the show uh, about how dr jerry treats uh, uh, cranial distortions and neck pain but just think of the drugs 88 billion dollars yeah you're saying well it's coming out of insurance or medicare but you know what you end up paying for it uh, yeah, you pay for it in, in lost wages, and it puts a strain on the whole family unit. You know, it goes far yeah. beyond uh, just the cost of the drug. It's the uh, no productivity from you, and you become a liability. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it looks like, Jerry, the longer you live, uh, Big Pharma gets their, continues to get their piece of you and uh, to get your dough. So let me just, just tell our listeners, you know, please, please always question your doctor who wants to put you on a pricey new drug. We just opened the show that's showing that most new drugs add zilch to any of the old drugs, what they could do for you. Okay, so if you have something that works, stay with it. Uh, a tried and true natural remedy would be fantastic. Uh, you know, go back to basics, okay, uh, for neck and back pain. Uh, and never accept a lifetime prescription for anything. Okay, if you have some, if you have a condition, your doctor says you're going to be on this the rest of your life, you better uh, uh, check around for other options. And routinely ask your doctor while you're still taking any medication, can I quit this? And please, a good option that we've talked about on this program is a brown bag checkup with your pharmaceutical per, uh, specialist, your pharmacist. Let the them go over your medication. The okay? compounding pharmacist. The compounding pharmacist like Dr. Joe here in, in Fort Myers, okay? It could cost you 20 bucks, but it's worth every penny to go through your medications and see if they're interacting and if they're, and if they're worthwhile. So, you know, uh, it's, it, it's just, you got to take care of your health. Okay. It's incredibly important. And so much goes back to the basics of, uh, inflammation, uh, and, uh, and, and toxic toxins. So, uh, that, Dr. That's, Wong, Dr. Wong was right with his zymescence. That stuff. Uh, like he, he was right on. He was right on. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I don't miss it a day. I mean, I don't. I, I, that's one. Uh, that and the uh, parent essential oils are probably, uh, and and the CBD are things I travel with all the time. Uh, I could I could forego some of the others, but I travel with them all the time. So, Doctor Jerry. Uh, yes, sir. You had some really really interesting notes uh, uh, about blueberries. I you know are they yeah, any I good? Thinking, yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, they're great. You can throw them at people you don't like. They'll stain their shirt. <laughs> Make ink. <laughs> Make ink, right. <laughs> but uh, all kidding aside, the risk factors for cardiovascular disease can actually be reduced by eating blueberries daily. And this is according to a study led by researchers at the University of East Anglia in the UK. Um, basically, the study assessed the effects of blueberry consumption on metabolic syndrome which is a condition where you have increased risk of heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. So the metabolic syndrome is characterized by three or more of these symptoms, low, good cholesterol, high triglycerides, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, and excess body fat around the waist. So they, did, they studied a group of 138 overweight and obese people between 50 and 75 years of age, who had been diagnosed with metabolic syndrome, and they participated in this trial, which lasted six months. So the, uh, the co-lead researcher, Peter Curtis, said, we found that eating one cup of blueberries per day resulted in sustained improvements in vascular function and arterial stiffness, making mm. enough of a difference to reduce the risk of cardiovascular vascular disease by between 12 and 15%. I mean... Here you're getting the big bang for your buck when you get some or organic blueberries, and and it's not like you have to swim through crocodile-infested waters to find these foods. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Simple yeah, blueberries, I mean, even freeze-dried blueberries will work. Kind of easy, isn't it? Maybe it's too that's, easy. That's the problem. It's too easy. How can something so simple work like that? Come on, Doctor Ron. You're scamming me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, and, and, and our, our, our listeners are also getting scammed uh, regularly, and they will not take the time to do the research necessary about fish oils. I know you and I didn't plan on talking about fish oils again, but I keep looking at uh, this town, the, the Townsend Newsletter and the Cochrane Study uh, that goes back to 1971 when they, they, we, they, we were told that Eskimos uh, – eat a lot of fish and they have uh, less heart disease and so forth. And, uh, and you know what? It's never been challenged until recently. And there has not been a scientific case made to take fish oils. 
And and we were, were very fortunate enough to have Professor Peskin on this program and interview him. And he he just put it put it all in a different light, you know. Fish oils are antifreeze for fish, for cold water fish, not to be taken every day. They have the wrong ratio of omega three to omega six uh, fatty acids. So this Cochrane Review, they did a meticulous job, I must say. They searched Central, Medline, eBase from seventy one to twenty seventeen, and they compiled all these studies. And they could not come up with fish oils being helpful. Well, you know, the okay. problem, Dr. Ron, is, is this today's research information won't get into the hands of the average physician for 20 years. So yeah. most of the people will be dead by then. <laughs> and as you said, and as Peskin said, it's, it's so much controlled by the pharmaceutical company's money, the physician's they think you're a quack. If I went in there and I just I, I just quote this. Let me quote this. The conclusion of this meta-analysis was that increasing fish oil consumption, either as oil supplements or by eating more fish, had no effect on all-cause mortality, cardiovascular mortality, cardiovascular events, coronary heart disease, stroke, or arrhythmia. If that isn't... Uh, 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 an explanation for Dr. Peskin to jump on. I don't know what it is. And I, I should have sent it to him and I will send it to him. I mean, it, it just, it doesn't work. And uh, you know what? You're, you're the expert on it. Why don't you tell our, li- our listeners again about the ratio of what's in plant essential oils? Yeah, basically it's 11 to one ratio of your omega six to omega threes and Peskin's book, uh, PEO solution gives you the, the ratios from different organs, but on average, it's an 11 to 1 ratio. Now, what's interesting, the fish oils impede enzymes that are necessary for your mitochondria in your heart to produce energy. You know, my, my cousin who came up from Florida, you know, he not only had stage 3 melanoma, but he had congestive heart failure. So when I asked him, are you taking any fish oils? He says, oh, yeah, my cardiologist recommended krill oil. I said, Elliot... Mm-hmm put that in the trash. And, and, and in like six weeks, I reversed his congestive heart failure. And when I got him on the good quality uh, Peskin oil formula and, and ozone, which I think we're going to have a program in a not too distant future on next week, next week, next week. So you got to tune in. But all I can tell you is that between removing the splinters in this poor guy's body that was causing the damn cancer getting rid of the fish oils, which takes 18 weeks to clean out of your body once you stop taking this poison, putting them on high-quality Sunoco racing fuel vitamins, food-based, not synthetic fractionated chemistry. He sends me his PET scan reports, and all the cancer is gone. And, and his surgeon, the oncologic surgeon, doesn't want to talk to me. In the beginning... She was open and she wanted to talk to me, but now that the cancer is gone, she wasn't doesn't want to know from me. <laughs> huh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Put put your head in the sand and don't, and, and uh, that, that's the way to run your practice. No, the problem is if you know the truth, how the heck are you going to face your patients that you're poisoning in the next day? <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I, I saw this article and, and I thought of uh, Peskin. I thought of uh, you know what you and I have been telling our listeners about parent essential oils, and I know we're right. Now, you know, I, I always knew we were right, but now, you know, when you have a study that looked over at over a hundred thousand participants and they can't find any value in taking fish oils, well, I mean, you have to say, wow, let me, let, you know, if you're if you're honest with yourself, let's take another look at this. So I hope I hope people do. I really hope they do because if they don't, it's going to be like well, you're going to blow your head off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. You you pulled that on on me here. Where are you getting these funny sounds from? <laughs> uh, YouTube. I you YouTube. Know, finally finally have had a chance to sit at my desk after four horrible weeks of moving and packing and. Uh, and illness in the family and so forth. So finally, I had a chance to sit at my desk and do some work. Well, 
so we know about glyphosate, ladies and gentlemen, and glycine and uh, vir- virtual injections of homeopathic remedies. Uh, you, know, you know, really important. I mean, this is stuff you can do. Uh, and and you know, again, we we talk about so much on this program. It's, it's sometimes I, I I wonder you know where we should stop. But I mean, we've talked about bottled water. We know that most bottled water is uh, is contaminated. And recently, believe it or not, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts had to have a health advisory about bottled water. Sold it of all places, Whole Foods because it had arsenic in it. So if you're not don't have reverse osmosis, if you don't have a hydrogen generator, uh, gosh, you know, ozonate your water. You can you don't have to get the one we're going to talk about next week. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, next week we will have Tobias Siegel on from Promolife. It is a unit that I use. And I know Dr. Jerry uses and recommends uh, just to talk about ozone because uh, you know. Our doctors, we we think uh, that uh, as long as we feel good and our physical examination our, and our tests are normal, we're healthy. That that's not really the, the definition of health. It's just not true. So there's many people out there who meet these criteria, but they have very poor oxygen utilization. And we'll talk about Otto, Dr. Otto Warburg next week. In fact, we know that long before people actually get sick, they have been on the road to disease for many years. And that is why, because they have decreased oxygen utilization. So uh, a cell that has a lot of oxygen cannot get cancer. Isn't, isn't that a crazy concept, ladies and gentlemen? If you have a lot of oxygen in your system, you won't get cancer? I mean, is, is that the so complicated? Nemesis. Yeah, Dr. Ron, the big nemesis, as Dr. Peskin points out, is the adulterated corn oil, soy oil, safflower, canola oil. And so that's corrupting our cell membranes along with the glyphosate, the mercury, the other, you know, thousands of thousands of chemicals that are in our environment. So the oxygen can't get in. You know, right. these guys are looking for some miracle technology, miracle uh, chemotherapeutic drug to kill the cancer. The cancer is a survival mechanism. It's not a disease. And so you kill the cancer, but you still have the corrupted cell membrane, and that's why you're going to get cancer somewhere else in the body. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and listen, did you, did you understand that, ladies and gentlemen? If you have a corrupted cell membrane, oxygen can't get in, and the toxins can't get out. A situation for a disaster. So we're going to be talking about ozone next week, and uh, – it might be uh, a first from for some of you. Others of you may be uh, using ozonated water. Uh, I I think I know my wife and I still do air insufflations with ozone uh, just to keep our, our levels up. And are you still doing it, Doctor Jerry? I do it once a week religiously. Yeah, yeah. Well, I cut it back. Yeah, I mean we have to do it. We have to continue to do it. Uh, and how about your hydrogen water? Are you still using that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I give it to my cats. I, I make them the water in the morning and I pour it in their bowl and they usually drink it pretty you know, soon after I make it. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to have a healthy body, you have to put Sunoco racing fuel into it. You know, you put 85 octane in your, in your body, it's going to ping. It's called cataract. It's called high blood pressure, constipation, cancer rheumatoid arthritis. That's what the pinging's all about. Yeah. So next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will be talking about ozone. We'll uh, have Toby on for a while. And, and if uh, you care to uh, ask some questions, we'll open up the lines for questions next week. And as we get more towards September, we're going to be talking about the flu again, because uh, you're going to be seeing, you know, uh, supermarkets, uh, produce stands, everyone want to give you a flu shot. But we're going to tell you the real warnings about these these shots, and and one you'll never hear except on this program, and um, I don't know what other one. But getting a flu shot will increase your chances not only of a heart attack but of a blood clot. Okay, why? Because it can cause heart damaging inflammation in your in your heart, and you know that 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 came out of a great institute of cardiology. So. You're not going to hear that from the uh, who the pharmacist is once wants to give you a flu shot. 
He just wants to sell the sell sell that to you. But Dr. Ron, so, you forgot about the twenty percent discount in the CVS pharmacy if you get your flu shot. <laughs> yeah, an extra extra points so you can get a Christmas card or something if right. you live through it. If you live through the darn thing and then have those mutated viruses in your body. Who knows who knows what they're 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 programmed to do inside. I mean, I'm really getting paranoid about all these vaccines anymore. So ladies and gentlemen, please pay attention to your health, okay? Uh pay attention and 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 see what's in, you know, first I heard a, a relative of mine they want to get a manicure and a pedicure, but you know that chemicals in these nail polishes are linked to cancer and hormone disruption. So see what kind of uh chemicals they're putting in there. I could tell you that formaldehyde is one of the preservatives in nail polish. Hello? No. It's also <laughs> in the vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't get it on your nails, you can get a shot of it. Exactly. <laughs> How about toluene? Do you know toluene's in nail polish? It's a neurotoxin. And there's other chemicals in here. I can't even pronounce their names when I looked it up. Well, but let me I tell know you, yeah, there's a dental material called Dical that it's a calcium hydroxide base that they put under uh, fillings that had toluene in it. Jeez, isn't that great? Don't you love that having that in your teeth? Gosh. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we'll go back to uh, to uh, something we talk about all the time. Please be the CEO of your own body. Uh, pay attention to what you put into it. And I'm going to be stressing more and more in the, in this coming year, not only as far as drugs and food, but also emotions, spiritual, the people you associate with. Don't be around toxic people either. Okay, they'll pull you down and make you sick. Be around people that are positive, think positively, and and have a good influence on you. And when you're around them, you say, "Wow, I feel good." Uh, because that does influence your overall health. Eat as naturally as possible, okay? And you can't do it every day, okay? But uh, uh, get get some of your detox in, okay? Really important. Dr. Jerry, any 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 other pearls from your practice this week? Uh, yeah, about uh, avoid LED lights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that one. Yep. That's right, Dr. Alexander Wunsch, W U N S C H. He's a world-class expert on photobiology. LED lighting may actually be one of the most damaging, non-native electromagnetic frequency radiation exposures you have on a daily basis. Hmm. So people say, oh, I'm saving a ton of money because I have LED lights now, but you're messing up your frequency of your body. You can't feel near infrared as heat, and you can't see it, but it has a major beneficial uh, impact in terms of health. So incandescent lighting is the way to go, or, or the uh, the old time bulbs. But it, they're hard to find today. Is it true it, it, it hurts your vision too? Well, sure. It, the the yeah, blue I, I, light, I, I, the frequencies are going to damage your retina, and uh, you know p- people don't take this into consideration because no one's telling them about this stuff. Well, it definitely interferes with your mitochondria, and you know, of those hundred trillion cells, you probably got ten times as many mitochondria, and they're they're the engines that keep you going, ladies and gentlemen. They are the engines that keep you going. And the bottom and it, line it, is, yeah, the, the the primary blue light that's emitted by the LEDs creates excess reactive oxygen species or free radicals. So that's it's going to goof up your mitochondria, so your energy is going to be low. You're setting yourself up for cancer and all kinds of degenerative diseases, arthritis. You know, it just goes on and on and on. Well, how about how about sleeping? What does it do to that? Well, it's going to disrupt your melatonin production, so you're not going to be able to sleep. You know, people, oh, I need a nightlight. I need my computer uh, before I go to bed. Well, all this exposure of light diminishes the production of melatonin. Hmm. So that's why you have tough time sleeping at night. Even a simple little night light uh, reduces dramatically the production of melatonin. So when you open up that refrigerator at night, that's not a good idea, huh? 
covered in well, light. You wear blue, no, wear blue blocker glasses <laughs> <laughs> when you get your snack. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, it, 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 you know, we make fun of some of this, but, you know, your body detoxes at night. You know, your brain shrinks down by 20% when you have a good night's sleep. Why does it shrink down? Because it's, it's contracting and forcing all the poisons out. That's just the easy way to think about it. Okay, it has so you mean its own I need if I get a brain What's massage, that? if I get yeah, a brain massage, it, <laughs> it can happen naturally if you let it. Yeah, you know. So, you know, again, turn your smartphone off at night. Get a get get a blue blocking app like Iris. That's the one that, that I use. Well, there's other ones, and use the uh, you know blue blocking glasses. Now, Dr. Jerry has a fantastic pair, but you know uh, mm. there are there are others. Uh, you don't have to spend the two, three hundred dollars. Are you still using your Tesla glasses, Jerry? I have them on right now. Anytime okay, that I'm working on my computer, I wear them because it's it's blocking the blue light that's being produced. And and I'll tell you something. I believe, you know, they may be relatively expensive, but it's actually therapy because it's letting in uh, terahertz frequencies which are overriding any toxic frequency that may be in my body. Because every patient that I've tested clinically, their, their muscles go weak when you put something uh, poisonous into their pocket, like uh, mercury or uh, glyphosate. Then when you put the glasses on them while they still have the toxic product in their pocket, they test strong. So I know from a clinical perspective, it overrides the frequency it's like a virtual injection. It's putting in high power frequency into your body to override any poisons that may be present in your system. So to me, it's a cheap therapy. Absolutely. And I have my glasses on too. I, I, I'm never in front of my screen without them. So tell our listeners, or I'll, I'll start it off, that red and amber lights don't suppress melatonin, while white blue, green, and uh, well, uh, while blue, green, and white lights will. So what does that mean? Artificial light, light emitted by electronics, such as your TV, computer, and other electronic screens are what we're talking about. You don't want to be exposed to them at, uh, before bedtime. And, and fluorescence. You are, what's that? And the fluorescence. The fluorescence, yeah. Which, and even these, these new fluorescents are, are damaging to your, to your health. So what do you do? Well, there's, a, there's some people that say turn off or dim all your lights after sunset and avoid watching TV or using LED electronics for one hour before bedtime. Ideally, they say two hours, but, you know, if you get an hour, that's good. After sundown, shift to a low-wattage bowl with yellow, orange, or red light if you need illumination. Uh, some people are now going to these Himalayan salt lamps uh, by a, that are lit by a five-watt uh, bulb, and that does not interfere with melatonin. And if you're going to use your computer, your tablet, your phone, uh, install the blue lights uh, blocking software, use the colored glasses like uh, the blue blocking lenses, the amber colored lenses that block blue light. And uh, there's been plenty of studies showing that these glasses uh, uh, produce much more melatonin than if you, than if you don't use them. So uh, these blue blocking glasses have been studied uh, incredibly a long time. And if you can, and, and, and that's something I cannot, I have to have complete darkness. Uh, just make sure your bedroom is dark as possible. And so that reminds me, shut off your Wi-Fi at night. You don't want your Wi-Fi on. And if you're lucky enough to have your bedroom on a separate circuit breaker, turn that off too. And this is all stuff we've been talking about for years here on, on this podcast. And sometimes we just have to keep, you know, reminding ourselves and our listeners about it. Anything else, Jerry, on that? No, I think we uh, hit it pretty heavily. It, it gets all back to basics. You know, try to surround yourself with the least harmful uh, environment. I know one of the things that I do is with the CyberScan, I make I made up a custom. Uh, little EE card that I I wear every day because you can't avoid the EMFs, whether it be from uh, LEDs or uh, telephone towers or Wi-Fi or whatever. So at least I can protect myself in an eight to ten uh, foot 
uh, field around my body. And, and that's the best you can do. Yeah. Hey, we got to do this stuff. I mean, and I, I guess we should just, just really continue to harp on the fact that get rid of the smart meters if you can, if you can't get a Faraday cage for them. Uh, things that you that are doable and not terribly expensive. But, what, you know, consider the expense if you get sick. How much is that going to cost you? So, uh, well, all right. So we talked well, about glyphosate. I think glyphosate is 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 an important subject that you everybody, all of our listeners, has to be cognizant of. You can't. It's almost like Wi-Fi. You can't avoid it. So take the glycine. Uh, take virtual injections of, of homeopathic remedies. If the you know you go to the right practitioner, uh, it's critical to your health. Okay. Eat blueberries and have fun with them. Okay, it'll help your health, help your heart. Really important stuff from Dr. Jerry. And avoid LED and avoid the blue light so you have a lot of melatonin. Uh, Dr. Sinatra, the uh, cardiologist, thinks that melatonin uh, is one of the most potent antioxidants for our body. So It's also great for weight reduction, too, believe it or not. How about that? The melatonin, yeah. Wow. You know, you brought up another point that we haven't talked about. I saw it in your notes, and uh, I've been doing it, and my wife has been doing it for years, and that's keeping our ferritin level around 50. Uh, and, and Do you want to explain that to our listeners? Because that, that's a critical concept, and I know even when I go for my physical, I've just uh, switched uh, providers, and he said, well, why do you want your ferritin level and, uh, checked? And I knew I picked the wrong provider. Uh, you that, should that's tell because you want to the yeah basically uh, iron overload is incredibly common uh, and likely as dangerous to your health as vitamin D deficiency so uh, elevated iron creates excessive free radicals that damage your mitochondrial DNA your cell membranes and electron transport proteins so you know these little things most doctors trust me they're not even aware of so that's why they question all these things. So if it's left untreated, it can damage your organs, contribute to cancer, heart disease, diabetes, neurodegenerative diseases, and many other disorders. So basically your serum uh, ferritin test measures, it's a store of iron. So it's a simple test. It's not, you know, expensive. And uh, do it on an annual basis, but it should be between 20 and 80 nanograms per milliliter and somewhere between 40 and 60 uh, is the, the sweat spot for, uh, or the sweet spot rather, uh, for adult men and non-menstruating women. So, you know, the key is I think also uh, the ferritin also enhances uh, bacterial infection in the body, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're right. But it is a strong oxidant too, though. It really causes a lot of reactive oxygen species. And you know what? The treatment for it is you're going to help somebody because you're going to donate blood. You're going to give it to the Red Cross. or They're, they're going to use your platelets. They're going to use all the parts of that blood to help somebody that really needs it with either cancer or leukemia. So not only you you improve your life, you're going to improve the life of someone else. So, uh, Also, Dr. Ron, they should get a pet leech. At least they can feed the leech. <laughs> yeah, but then who are you going to throw it on? I mean, I mean, they did do that, as you and I both know. But, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, really important. And I'm not going to let Dr. Jerry out of here uh, before we he talks about magnesium because it's a it's a mineral we don't talk a lot about. But I I don't know the numbers, but I would I would guess 90 percent of the Americans are deficient in magnesium. It's hard to measure because it's an intracellular. Uh, uh, mineral and you, you can't really do a blood test. If your blood test is low, you're 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 beyond help. So uh, b- before we end this show, I have to ha- have him talk about magnesium. Well, it's involved in over seventy three percent of the enzymatic reactions of the body. So it's it's so darn important that if you're lacking in it, it's going to affect cellular uh, function, a deterioration of metabolic function in your body. And that snowballs into more serious health problems. So importantly, magnesium is vital vital, uh, for optimization of your mitochondria. Again, it's all about, oh, you got mitochondrial disease. Well, you keep putting in adulterated oils, you know, poisons like glyphosate, uh, 
you know, the plastics from the, the water bottles, that's what's messing up our, our mitochondria. So again, people think that eating iceberg lettuce and a slice of cucumber, you know, is going to give them a lot of magnesium. That's not going to cut it. You need dark green, leafy, you know, uh, kale, collard greens, celery, you know, to, to anything that's dark green that is high in magnesium. And the bottom line is the recommended daily allowance is around 310 to 420 milligrams uh, per day, depending on your age and sex. If you have a lot of sex, you better have a little bit more magnesium. <laughs> <laughs> so although some of the researchers believe that as much as 600 to 900 milligrams a day for optimum health. And uh, one way to identify ideal dose is use your intestinal tract as a marker. So if you, you start out by taking 200 milligrams of oral magnesium citrate per day, you gradually increase it until you get loose stools. Uh, you know, it's real simple, uh, but it's not going to kill you. Magnesium is so darn important. Um, you know, it, it, it actually calms down your sympathetic nervous system. And it actually is a calcium blocker. You don't need cha- calcium channel blockers. Yeah, that's a, that's a drug, yeah. No side effects. So the key is it, it helps to penetrate your blood-brain barrier and keeps improving your memory. So all I can tell you is that if you're eating real food that's dark green, chew it well, and uh, you'll be smiling every day. And if they want to take a supplement? Yeah, well, there's, again, you, you really should have an energetic test done to see which supplement matches your energy pattern. So there's magnesium uh, 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 lactate, uh, gluconate, uh, orotate. So there's so many different forms. But, you know, in my practice, we test every supplement energetically to get the maximum effect uh, for the patient. So you just can't shotgun people with a standard protocol. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think that that was, I, I didn't want to let the show go by without uh, talking about magnesium. We again, we we don't talk a lot about it, but it is critical to your health, critical to mitochondrial health, uh, critical to uh, how your body operates, and and we don't talk a lot enough about light, and 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 it's really critical to our health also, especially uh, light used to treat, you know, especially wavelengths between six thirty and eight hundred. I mean, the, these lights can can penetrate nine inches through your skin, nine inches. Infrared, infrared. Yeah. So you know, most most practitioners don't 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 even know about it. Okay. So this pulsing LED light is one of the therapies of the future. I mean, it's maybe not not in my lifetime, but it's it's going to be a therapy of the future. The way Dr. Jerry's using it, and 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 how they're using it in Europe and and in Russia. Uh, yeah, more and more research is coming out, just substantiating it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it helps with chemical reactions and enzymes, and that's uh, really important for your energy and your DNA. So uh, this is where we are. Uh, we'll talk more about colored light therapy after we get through with ozone next week. I think you're going to enjoy the ozone uh, talk next week because most people don't know a lot about ozone. You think about it uh, when you hear uh, the environmentalists talk about it, but we're talking about medical grade ozone with very little nitrogen in it uh, and how it can be used for different uh, uh, ailments and just to, to, more importantly, just to keep you healthy. Okay. So you have enough oxygen in your body. You don't get cancer or these other degenerative diseases. And uh, I had some dental work done. I told Dr. Jerry, instead of uh, doing it in my ear, I put it right over the tooth. And it was like getting a, a, a cup of coffee. That's how, that's how much energy you get from, from ozone going, being absorbed through the mucous membranes. And very, very few side effects. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. We'll talk about uh, Dr. Schellenberger's book next week, too, uh, Ozone, The Ozone Miracle. So... Uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate you being patient with us. Uh, this particular host has not had a lot of time, uh, as I usually do uh, put in time for this program uh, and round up uh, guests from all over the place. 
but Dr. Jerry has been patient, preparing lots of great notes for you. So I appreciate that. Uh, it won't be long. We'll be back on track. And we'll start with uh, Tobias Siegel next week talking about ozone. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Jerry, thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. Stay well. And I will, and we will see you on the radio next week. And good luck uh, to Dr. Dan on his, uh, for his uh, cataract operation. And to our good friend and listener, Terry, Teresa, Mary Teresa, uh, survived all her surgeries, got her stents out, back to a normal life. Uh, so uh, thank you to all the people at Jefferson who worked on my brother. He's, he's doing really great. Thank you to all the people at North Collier NCH Hospital worked on my dad. He's also doing great. So uh, with that, we'll see you next week. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, with Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. We are here each and every week to bring you medical news that you can use and medical news that you will not hear on the mainstream media. We hope you enjoy our podcast, and we hope to see you on the radio next week. Have a great one. Ciao.